Hello and welcome to Mirror Talk. We have moments where we just have to pause. Just pause and take a break and reflect on life. Remember, you are strong, you are enough, you are capable, you are blessed and you are loved. Your moment of greatness starts now. It's a delight to have a research scientist, an optimist, a career coach, and a mentor who holds a double PhD degree in organic chemistry. He runs a mentorship platform where he provides graduates with scholarship opportunities or applications and also provides free career advices. I, I love your tagline on LinkedIn, which says, Till we all win, we are all work in progress. Today I have Dr. Kelechuku Onkameke. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing quite good. And how are you, Toby? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate this um, opportunity and um, I would just love to know, learn from you today. You know, having a double um, PhD degree, how has achieving that great success? How has that been? How has that journey been towards achieving that? I, I would say that um, eventually you learn to take one day as the come, right? So I didn't start up at the beginning, um, let's say 10 years, 15 years ago, even five years ago, mm-hmm. thinking that I would um, want to end up doing a double PhD program. You know? So I think uh, when we look at day and try to imagine how we want to achieve those things now, it makes it so difficult. So if you have someone looking at them and saying, but I want to also achieve this and then and, and I feel like I would need even a lot of time to achieve it. It gets it makes it so difficult and so complicated. But yes. when you break down everything into smaller steps. So mm. whatever you are doing, just take step by step and gradually you get to that destination. So I'm really um, a big fan of um, a very big fan of step by step approach and towards achieving your goal. So really uh, um, appreciating every step, right? Mm. So appreciating the step of the exam to finish, even from your first degree, appreciating the step of um, applying to a master's program, appreciating the step of being even submitted for for um, interview, appreciating mm-hmm. the step that you were actually given the scholarship, appreciating mm-hmm. the step. So really taking step by step approach, um, and then eventually one day you will just realize that oh, I've come this far, right? But it's not something that I really had at the beginning. That this is where I want to be, and I'm all focused and ready to achieve it. I really take every day step by step. Wow, that's great. So um, it's like. You didn't have like a roadmap from the beginning. You were just taking it a day at a time or step by step. Or did you have like a plan from the beginning that, yes, I'm going to do my bachelor, then my master, then double PhD? Or Yeah, I would say that um, at the beginning, what was clear to me um, towards or at least at the end of my bachelor is that I want to do a master's. Then. That was what was the next step, um, not the PhD. The PhD was never the next step. Um, I didn't want to take the option of um, applying to opportunities say in the US that would have allowed me to kind of go straight into a PhD from a bachelor. Um, I wanted to really do a master's because again I wanted to build that foundation. And so the goal after my bachelor was to get a master's degree. Now um, based on Providence and also by God's grace, um, I got admitted into the Erasmus Mundus Master's program, which is a double master's degree. But again, the goal was not to get a double master's degree. The goal was to get a master's degree. Mm-hmm. And eventually, I got into a program that offers 
a double master's degree. So um, in the course of this program, at the end or towards the end of the program, the next step was I would want to do a PhD. I still feel I want to build up expertise in an area that I've found interest in. And so it was more of now identifying the next step. And again, based on providence and God's grace and also the abilities or the uh, opportunities that I had from where I was at that point, I could apply for a PhD program, which turns out um, to be also a kind of a dual PhD program. So basically, I'm registered, or I was registered in two universities and had to do the PhDs in both universities. And so this is something that I didn't plan. And I wouldn't have said after my master's that, oh, it had to be a double PhD program before I would have said. So again, you see, it comes down to that approach of taking every day, or at least every step as the form. So if, if you talk to me 10 years ago, I definitely didn't see myself um, getting a PhD. It was never in the picture, really. Wow, oh, that's, that's amazing. Um, you know, I was stalking your LinkedIn profile. <laughs> and I found I found out that you you, you actually you first studied in in Oweri before coming over to Germany. So how, how was that transition to you? Um, was it easy? Were there challenges? Tell us about that journey. Yeah, I would say that um, there is a philosophy that at least one of the philosophies um, that I believe in, and that is the philosophy of being well where you are. It's basically an evidence that you will do well where you're going. Right. So if you think about it, um, today most industries um, conduct what they call behavior-based interview, um, in which case they are asking you about how do you handle certain type of situations in your past. If such a situation they envision could occur in your job, in your future, right? So by looking at how you have done it in the past, you can assess how you will do it in the future because your approach on how you're managing your past it's also likely how you're going to do it in the future. So moving from Nigeria um, to, um, to Germany, which was the first year of my master's, mm-hmm. there was, of course, a lot of um, differences in the structure, in the type of learning, in the facilities and all. But mm-hmm. I just had this strong belief that I did well in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. I would do well in Germany. Mm-hmm. And I, I see this also for many of my friends. I, I've also written an article on that on LinkedIn. Where I cited it like if you do well here, you will do well there. Right? Yes. And um, so when people that have done well, because doing well is actually a function of the ability to, of course, um, manage your time, ability to plan yourself, and ability to recognize where you should focus your energy and where you should prioritize. Right. So yes. if you're someone that has always prioritized your studies in Nigeria. Mm. And with all the inconveniences that come with studying, you can imagine all the treasures, the lectures, and there's a lot of other things that you have to deal with if you succeed in such an environment. Mm. And of course, if you come into Germany and you say, ah, now I have constant days, I have this, I will not be bothered, it's not going to work. Yes. You have to keep such type of energy and tenacity and prioritization of important tasks when you are in Germany or in any other part of the world. And that is why when I look at most of my friends that also were with me in Quito or in any other university in Nigeria, mm. they do exceptionally well when they leave Nigeria, right? Because yes. it's the same. They have done well in Nigeria. The tendency that they will not do well out of Nigeria is low. Since it's the same person with the same mindset of knowing how much they should focus on their studies and knowing that this is their priority. 
So um, for me, there was of course um, a lot of things to adapt to and cultural shock and all. But eventually, mm. what was very clear in my head is that I've done good well in Nigeria to be here, and I'm yes. going to be there again. So wow. that's how I see. So having a, having a mindset of success really matters. I mean, then I, I did well here. I'm surely going to do well in the foreign country, in the foreign exactly, land. Exactly, exactly. Um, your your ability to um, refuse mm. to allow what you don't know to define where you can be, right? So I know that um, there were some lectures that everything was basically new. And people were very shocked when they were close to me and they're like, are you sure you said you never had such a lecture? And I'm like, no. Then why did you seem to understand it? I said, no, because, yeah, you have to put in that effort. But yeah. you, you know clearly in your head that I'm not just going to say that um, I don't know this, I was not taught, so I'm going to shy away from it, right? Mm. So of course, you would put in more effort. Perhaps you will need to stay away from night. Whatever you have to do is not the point. But just knowing in your mind that you have done it in the past, you can do it again. Wow. You have done it in the past, you can do it again. Exactly. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. And, you know, um, f- for a lot of foreign foreign students, they, they ask these kind of questions like, um, okay, I'm, I'm living my, my motherland. I'm living in Nigeria, for example, and I'm moving to a foreign country where I'm faced with a lot of things like you said, um, cultural sh- shock, for example, and, um, you know, other challenges like you are missing your family you, you have no one around you how, how do you deal with all of these challenges combined with um you know attaining success in your academics how did you you know overcome all these um external distractions or challenges yeah i, I would say that um in 2013 um when i first moved to germany um there was perhaps just that um of course it's very very lonely to be far away from home but just knowing why I was here, right? Um, I'm here to study. I'm here on a scholarship. I want to justify that I earned this scholarship, right? And so it was for me studies. And of course, um, things have changed. So if you look at um, a lot of now platforms where you have, I was basically also looking for platforms where I could identify with Nigerian students um, that were in Germany studying. Yes. But um, at this point, um, I was not active on LinkedIn. I didn't really have that out of my space, um, people that are somewhere doing similar things that I'm doing. So there was a lot of that disconnection, which meant I was really lonely in terms of um, identifying the people that understand my culture that I could relate with best. Yes. Um, the little I could get would have been from like going to church and then identifying with people, but not in study. So most of these people had other things that they were doing in Germany, and mm. I could not really relate with them on many levels, right? And so yes. when I looked at like my friends that were Indians, having really an Indian group, even down to the university, yes. and then being able to do a lot of activities together, you know, creating that kind of um their own society, um, it always felt really um, lonely, I would say. But I think for me, what was really clear in my head was the purpose for which I was here. So I I really just knew that I have to, I, I'm here to study. And every other thing, really every other thing had to be a second priority. Wow, wow. That's focus, focusing on, on your goals. Exactly, the purpose for which I'm here. Wow, wow. Um, you know, one thing that really you know um, drew me to you was you know, 
all, all your posts on LinkedIn, as in they are so motivational, you know, encouraging people to, you know, get their goals, to focus on getting uh, on achieving their aims and purposes. And this really, you know, helped me in, in a lot of ways, like, you know, helping me to not relax on what I've achieved so far, but, you know, to attain for more and, and, and strength for more. So, um, what, what, what um, drew you towards this, you know, kind of mentorship, providing of mentorship for people? What, what brought you to this? Um, I, I would say that from the beginning, I've always identified that the only way you rise is by meeting others, because mm. eventually you get to know. Um, as an example, really when I was much younger, I realized that um, when I study, if I want to really know what I've studied, I have to explain it to my kid brother. Um, I mean, he was very young, he didn't understand what I was talking about, or at that point, he could understand, but he was not in what in the field of what I'm doing. And I would just sit him down and say, don't, don't, you don't need to understand, just listen to me. And I would keep saying all the things that I've learned. And what, why this is important is that um, when you identify fulfillment in the success of others, mm-hmm. that helps you to also realize what it means to be able to influence others on one hand, but also helping you to become also free, I would say. Because imagine that you are the only person that knows everything. You get all these pressures on you. But if you just submit and then train other people to be able to do it, yes. you kind of also move away from being everything about you, right? So other people can also be able to provide some support. So. For me, it was very clear that um, I want to be in a position that I could um, share what I know with others and allow them to be able to use this to grow. Mm-hmm. And so, but um, coming down to like the active mentorship that I'm doing at the moment was based on my really strong passion for um, for um, human development, even mostly for the youth development. And so before I, I was in Nigeria, I was in the university, so I have basically had students. Mm-hmm. Um, where I was the course advisor, and the first thing that I realized um, just after my youth service was that a lot of people just needed the right direction to be wherever they want to be. Mm-hmm. Just the right direction. I mean, we have this course advisorship um, um, position um, in the university, at least in my university, I don't know for others, mm-hmm. where there is someone that is responsible for a class, right? So. A class is the people that came into a particular year. So you might have 2005 set, 2006 set. So every set had a course advisor. Now, for people that came into year one, mm. you have a course advisor that is supposed to manage them. He collects their results, but above the results, he should be someone that guides them to the university, yeah. understands how to teach them. And I realized that this is to have one of the most important roles and when I remember um, my experience, I had a fantastic course advisor, but I know that I had a couple of friends that had course advisors that they basically are scared to go to, you know? Like, how would the person that should guide you scare you? I mean, so then you have also some people that you come to me and their results are so bad from the one, and the course advisors advice to them simply breaks them down, and they end up not even graduating on time simply because they don't get that right support. So I realized really on the, from the beginning that a lot of people graduating even with fantastic results are simply going to wander for so long because they don't have guidance. And mm. I see this as really big. And as someone that is really passionate to drive, because my, uh, my, my belief is that 
to drive change in the direction of human and capacity development, the best people or the people that have done their best to graduate with good results and who have graduated with good results, but now you look like, what is the point, right? I, I just don't want to imagine anybody in such a situation. So this is why I'm putting a lot of effort and through sharing a course and also mentoring to like to give these people a voice and also let them know that um, there is nothing like I just started, I feel so small, and mm. there is this guy that is so big because for me, I was fortunate that I had a brother that had gone much in front, in front of me and he was really taking me by hand to mm. guide me through. But yes. a lot of people don't get this opportunity. So you have someone that graduated with the first class and he's literally just struggling, not because he's not good enough, but he doesn't have the information. Mm. And so this is what drove me to to create this platform wow wow and this is very very good because you just made a point about you know um direction and i find it's very very important for you know one's academical success and you know also personal success in every other area once one has a direction one you know is one has the higher tendency of you know succeeding in any area of life and um yeah that, that's that's really wonderful and, and this is one thing i'm going to take along with me too and that's also one thing that inspired me um, starting this podcast about you know self-reflection and self-improvement you know trying to you know know if i'm still on the right track or if you know just for everyone to know if i'm still on the right track and, and that's you made mention of is now um you know someone to pull you along like you made mention of your brother you know who has gone ahead of you and you know he was able to you know um, pull you along and you know direct you properly what, what, what do you what do you think one can do um Okay, I know. I know one answer is going to be like the mentorship, but what do you think one can do when one does not have anyone to look up to? For example, like if 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 one feels like, oh, I'm so lonely, I don't have anybody to look up to, but I'm tri- I'm stri- I'm striving, I'm struggling to you know to succeed, but I don't know how to do it. What do you think I should do? I, I would say that um, in today's society, it's very easy. Of course, you might not get that person as kind of a personal mentor that gets to speak with you. But you can always look up to people that are where you would want to be as a guidance. And um, most times you can also, if they are not approachable, approachable in the sense that you could not get an opportunity to talk to them. I have a lot, a lot of requests of people saying they want to be my mentee, but it's just not practical again, right? You have to also think of capacity and ability to really do it well. And um, it's not just about having 1,000 people as mentees and Eventually, there are just a bulk of people that, of course, you cannot really be sure of what they are influencing and helping them achieve. So, meaning that if there is someone that doesn't have any form of one-on-one interaction with the person who would want to be or guide, grow into, you can start looking into their life and what the, the routes that they have gone through. So, especially, and that is what one good thing about LinkedIn, right? So, you yes. follow the post of this person um like i share a lot of content um mm. that moves towards that direction of guidance that doesn't necessarily mean i need to speak to you before you can be guided right and it's okay. not just about me there are also a couple of other people that are doing fantastic work out there and mm. you can say okay i want i did um, my background is chemistry where can i be what can i become right mm. and then you can go on linkedin and use the filter to find people that do chemistry and um, then see, okay, Nigerians, chemistry, people, mm-hmm. and then see what they are doing. And that will also give you a guide of what you could do, right? Yes. yes. And of course, you can start doing kind of background um, search on, okay, they did, like if you go and check mine and say, oh, 
he did chemistry, okay? I did chemistry. That's a good start. Oh, yes. he he did a master's in um, he did an Erasmus Mundus master's. What does mm. Erasmus Mundus master's mean? You go online and you search that, right? And yes. say, ah, he did a program on phone. Ah, what does functional advanced materials mean? Mm. You check so you can go into the profile of the people that you are looking up to, yes. and they mentor you from their profile, from their post, without literally talking to you one on one. And uh, I mean, this is also something—a kind of, I would say, a misconception that um, a lot of people have. Like, they might feel that okay, if I don't speak to this person, I am not being mentored. Right? Mm. I think this is not the, the case. Um, yes. You could be mentored just by following somebody, and this is what we do when you follow somebody that inspires you. So he makes a lot of posts, and then you get inspiration from this post to improve yourself. And mm. this is mentoring. Um, so it's the same thing. And so I would say that. The first starting point for anyone that is also trying to grow would be to create a LinkedIn profile. Why LinkedIn? Because this is one place that you will be able to easily understand the background of people and also understand where they are and also able to follow their progress. So mm-hmm. I think one good way for you to like have a lot of people that are mentoring you without literally talking to them. And I wouldn't say anyone should like rule themselves out. Of um, such opportunities simply because they are not able to talk to someone, or they mm. are sending messages, and the guy or the lady is not responding. Then they feel like, oh, he doesn't respond. I have no mentor. So, mm. If they inspire you, of course, the reason why they inspire you is because you have been reading their post, you have seen their profile. Do a kind of back, um, I would say, retrospective um, uh, uh, analysis, right? Also, yes. like where you are, move backwards into what they have done. And mm. see what you can learn from it to apply it into your own life. Mm. Wow, that means one has to actually, you know, put in some work into, you know, um, improvement. In case one does not get, in case one does not get that mentor, for example, one has to really, you know, put in the work, do the research, and yeah. If, even when you have a mentor, and so the purpose of a mentor is not to do work for you. It's again guidance, right? Mm. And um, this is another aspect that sometimes. When, when people talk of mentoring, uh, it sometimes gets mixed up because some people might see that a mentor simply means someone that would hold you by hand, drag you all around. No, a mentor should be someone that should guide, kind of position you into like helping you be what you want to be. Mm-hmm. A mentor is not meant to make you become you or her. He's supposed to make you become you or mm-hmm. make you to become improvement of yourself. So, meaning that Without literally talking to someone, really one-on-one, and um, hearing the person's voice, of course, this is good to have, it is work, but it's not a showstopper if um, such an opportunity does not present itself, and you don't get to like limit yourself from utilizing what is available, because even when you have that mentor that holds you by hand, you still need to do a lot of work for yourself. Mm. Wow. Work. One has to put in the work by himself. Exactly. So um, I have this one question in mind. You know, um, when, when I look at mentors, right, I always think, yes, these people are perfect. They've achieved everything. They are, you know, no, they have no problems. They have no issues. So you as, uh, as a mentor, can you tell us, you know, things that you face sometimes or challenges that you face sometimes that even when you think, oh, I'm focused, but that, that focus seems, seems to be, you know, to, to be shaking or that um, strength seems to be shaking. What do you do to, you know, pull yourself out of, all these kind of situations, all these kind of um, down um, down situations in life, and you know, push forward again and strive to 
um, achieve greatness? What do you do when you are feeling low, feeling down, feeling discouraged? Yeah, I would say that um, again, um, the, the the way that most times we see the word mentor might make it look like, oh, this is a mentor. Everybody is a mentor, right? Um, depends on who you are influencing and who you are guiding, based on from what position you stand. So I tell my mentor that I'm not here to tell you what to do. Mm. I'm here for us to learn. So we are all working progress. You see, I use this a lot before because yes. literally we are all working progress. Um, mm. I don't think there is anyone anywhere that would come. I mean, if there's someone that does that, then I'm sorry for the person to feel like I have arrived. What does it mean to arrive? Mm. There's nothing like arrive. We are all working in progress to exit this world. Mm. And what that means is you need to always be conscious that you can improve. You can improve. You can be better. You can. There is something more that you can improve on, and this is also what op- opens up the opportunity to learn. Like many of my mentees, or not many, a lot of my mentees literally teach me, right? Mm-hmm. So there is a lot of things I'm learning from them, and I sometimes I come to that thing. You know, you are going to be my mentor on this aspect, and like, why? I say, yeah, because you are my mentor on this aspect. Yeah. And I love, but no, there is. You just need to fall away all the titles that make it look like. This is some person that has no problem, nothing is bothering you. Yeah. True, everybody has something that bothers them. And of course, and when we are down as humans, we should. Um, what inspires me or what keeps me motivated is always more on looking forward to what is still possible, right? So yes. we always have challenges, we always have failures, but also seeing what failures mean actually. Um, what what do you get out from failure? How do you crystallize out um, the the, the lessons and um, that you want to get from from failure. So, meaning at the end of the day, if someone anywhere feels that because you are answering a mentor, because a lot of people are looking up to you, then you are some kind of god. Then I think that is a pity. Um, you should see yourself as a learner, yes. right? You guide people by learning, mm-hmm. and you 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 uh, provide opportunity by learning. Mm-hmm. So you are not just someone out there and every other person is learning from you and you don't learn from them. I think that would be disastrous. Yes. So um, every mentor that realizes or understands what it means to mentor would know that it's an opportunity for you to grow mm-hmm. because you are growing and your mentees are growing and mm-hmm. also growing you, you know. So it's really um, both sides, I think. Wow. And, yeah. So everyone keeps on learning. The mentor and the mentee, they all they all learn from each other. Exactly, it's a relationship um, that opens up the opportunity for you to identify and grow. So it's not about um, you know. It. Of course, I have the experience that I've applied to social social scholarship. I want social social scholarship, mm-hmm. and I can tell people that you know if you're applying to this scholarship, this is how your motivation letter should look like. This is how your CV should look like. like um, this is what it means to have a coherent story. And all, but that is it, right? Um, I also need to learn of, from people that come and they have very nice background, they have experience in different technologies, and they also open up that opportunity for me to learn from them. So I think it's a lot of um, what you really need to see. That's why for me, I tell my mentors, it's a family, you know, so we are here together, we are in this together. And the, the goal here is not to get a scholarship, the goal here is for us to grow. Mm-hmm. You know, as, uh, so getting a scholarship doesn't exclude you or doesn't qualify you um, um, to say, oh, now I'm not. No, so we need to really see it as a relationship. Yes. Wow. Wow. 
Well, that, that's really amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. We have to keep on learning from one another. Anyone that stops learning, the person is dead then. Oh. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You, you, I think you've, you've quite answered my next question already, but I have it in mind, so I'll just ask it anyways. Um, and that's your, you know, your um, LinkedIn profile banner. It, it, it has, um, till we win, uh, we are all work in progress. Till we win, we are all work in progress. And that, then when, when I read this, I read it like a couple of times before, then I was like, how do we know when, we, when we've won? <laughs> when, when do I look at myself and say, yes, I've won? When, when is that point in life? I say, ah, yes, I'm not a work in progress, I have won. Um, that's the point, because that time there's nothing like that. Um, <laughs> that. That is what keeps you improving. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is what it means um, when we have this part of our mind that says we have arrived. And you yeah. see, and that is also why I, I started, I told you about appreciating and celebrating every step. If you don't appreciate all the small steps, increment yeah. steps that you are making, yeah. and you are waiting for that big step, yeah. literally, when that big step comes in your mind, you'll be shocked that you'll be like, okay, what now? Mm-hmm. You see? Like, um, I remember after defending my PhD, it's a lot of effort and all, and now I'm like, is this it? And maybe I felt like I would start flying. <laughs> or I would, it was just one day, I mean, it's an effort of three years, and it just, you see, it's not that day of the defense that gives you the crazy. It's the whole three years. Yeah. And so to come down on one day, in one or two hours, mm-hmm. and say you are defending and you have become a PhD, of course, I'll be um, able to answer the doctor based on just that two hours, mm-hmm. not doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It's the three years. It's all those times you spend in your life, all those failures, all those steps, all those things you've celebrated, every little step that you've achieved. That mm-hmm. is when you appreciate the process. So yes. if you if you don't appreciate the steps you are taking, all the advancements you are making in life, and you are waiting for that day, that big day, I have many of my mentees that have finally gotten scholarship, and they are like, "How do you feel? Ah, is this it? You know, that's the point. If you yes. were not appreciating the steps, first yes. year you applied, you were not selected, submitted. Second mm. year, you then you say, "Oh, I'm not happy." Second year, you applied, you were solicited. Oh, I'm not happy. Mm. Third year, you applied, you were solicited, even invited for the interview. You didn't get to, oh, I'm not happy. Fourth year, you get the scholarship. And you think that is when you want to celebrate. Then you would really feel um, disappointed, I would say. Because that is nothing. And that is why I coined it to be like, see, we all win, we are all working progress. Means that as we keep making all the winnings, all those steps, the winnings are an accumulation of many, many smaller wins. Mm. And this is how you keep it in your mind to always be conscious that you don't have to feel comfortable and start feeling superior and start um, denying other people opportunities because you feel like um, you have arrived. You know? mm. So we are all working progress. And there is, for you to identify what you're winning, imagine now you said, ah, winning means achieving. Um, becoming the um, an owner of a company at the age of 40, mm. okay, you achieve it. So what do you do with the rest of your life? Mm. Right. Yeah. So um, it's really what it goes I mean, this is a big step, mm. a milestone achieved. What yes. next? There is always something next. There is always something next. And that is what we need to be very conscious and put it into our minds 
that we all have opportunities to grow, right? And yes. don't deny yourself um, that opportunity to always identify potentials and areas to grow. Mm. Wow, wow. So, so winning is a mindset, actually. Mm. So winning is a mindset. Yeah? It's not yes. a state. It's a state of the mind. It's not. It's not like now is winning. I have arrived winning. What happens after winning? Mm. What do you do? With, so after the winning, what, what is behind winning? Yeah. Mm. So there is, I don't know what that would be. So winning is right in front, and we keep appreciating all the smaller wins, and keep doing this until we possibly depart the world. Wow. So what? What? I think one one is a work in progress till the end of <laughs> till the end of the days. It's always work in progress. See, one is buried. That's as in that's the end. Yeah. <laughs> wow, wow, that's that's really amazing. Thank you so much for that. But so, sometimes I am personally, I always you just you just shared it, that you just shared it already. Like sometimes you, I you want to choose something and you be like, okay, now what next? <laughs> you gotten that job offer. Okay, now what next? <laughs> and you just feel you just feel like while well, I was struggling all this while, um, beating myself up, and I got it. And I don't know what to do. Just for this paper, yeah. Mm. At the end of the day, imagine all the time you spent in the university. What did you get? If you think what you got was the certificate, then there's a problem, mm. right? Yes. So um, again, that is why you, you need to see the process. You need to let the process build you. Yeah. Um, you need to let as you move through life, that life builds you, and that is why you are working progress. Because mm. what happens as you move through life are the different experiences, good, bad, whatever. But how you crystallize and internalize them and move forward into those experiences is how you grow in. And then when this happens again in the future, you are more mature because you dealt with experience and you manage it better, but you keep going. And then things keep happening, but you realize that winning doesn't mean I have to stop, right? Mm. Um, because yes. you can't stop. That's the point. So if you were to keep saying, okay, I've now won and I don't need to keep working, what happens after you, you probably start losing? Yeah. So then you now lose and then start winning again. And after winning, you leave it, you drop back. So that that doesn't look like a project. No, no, it does not. Wow, oh, this is amazing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this. Thank you, thank you. Um, you know, um, so bringing you know bringing this a little bit personal. Um, one 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 question that comes to mind is. How do you deal with work-life balance? You know, you as a, a goal getter, you um, you have a lot of work to do. How do you? How, what do you think of work-life balance? And how? What, what's your advice or tips on this? I, I would say that um, that they, depending on. So my family is not here, so they have. This also gives me a bit of um, time to do other things after regular work. Um, and so for this, I spend a lot of time on my mentees, on my mentoring platform. And um, I would say that. Um, you have to find time to do other things. You have to condition yourself to realize that I mean, having enough sleep is important um, because you need your mind to be able to work at, at best when you rest best. So you just have to... Of course, I'm a goal-getter on one hand, but I'm also someone that wants to appreciate other things around me. So, I mean, many people that come very close to me will be like shocked of how much distracted I can become or how distracts, how I can allow distractions with my life um, just break even from, I would say, from that serious day-to-day, you know, like like really doing other things and just doing, just not doing what um, I would say is um, always focused on investing something. So 
I remember then that uh, my first advisor in the university was was like very shocked that I had a girlfriend, and she told me that I, I hope this doesn't make you to drop the being a first class, you know. But for me, I I just knew that this is not what will make me not to graduate in first class. Mm-hmm. I understand how to balance again what I need to do and how I need to prepare my studies. See them. So mm-hmm. we all need to identify um, and really give out space to identify how we want to celebrate our own life and not just have it all around us. Wow, wow. So you, you mean it's like a personal um, thing that we want, us to, we want us to look inward to know how to balance that work and life um, situation? I, I think it has to be something that you identify. Um, I'm not um, someone that wants to see myself as I'm going to... Um, I mean, I did a bit of this um, at the first when I moved into my master's, so study, 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 study. Um, but it's, oh, it's good, yeah, but not the best. I think we, we all need to find the balance. Maybe I'm not also the best uh, person to advise on how to find the line. Uh, but I, I, my, my belief is that um, if you have other things, be part of other activities that take you away from work, Mm-hmm. Join a team, um, club, whatever, a gym. Just take your mind off and do other things. Mm-hmm. And just play about it that now work is done, there is a line, and now I have to do other things, like talking to you now. This is not work. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Wow, that's that's good. Thank you so much. Um, wow, I'm, 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 I've been blessed from everything you've shared already. Um, I really appreciate this. Um, one, one other thing I would love to ask is, you know, about your mentorship platform i'm sure it's already filled up already but in case there's someone listening here and wants to you know get on that platform with you what what are the requirements and how, how can a person assess you <laughs> um i would say that at the moment is not feasible not because i don't again want to have more and more people because it makes sense and since i'm really someone that is passionate of to help as much people as i can i correct a lot a lot of motivation letters personal statements from people that have my connection you know, not mentees. So, again, I don't put that line. It's not like my mentees have some special treatment that it's, it's hidden from every other person. But I tell my mentees if there is information shared on the platform that could benefit your friends, please share it to them. Um, mm-hmm. Don't make it look like uh, this is some secret thought and everything has to stay here. No. Yes. Share it. Bring other people in. Share what you need to share. But mm-hmm. I just know that I cannot manage more than what I have already. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for some Someone listening to me at the moment, of course, you can always follow me on LinkedIn. Um, you have I share a lot of posts on um, positions available on scholarships. Mm. Um, I share a lot of information. In fact, there is actually um, a presentation that I have on Monday. Okay. So um, the flyer is ready. If you check my LinkedIn, and you will see this. And this is specifically training for people that want to have a scholarship right and yes. this is the kind of activity or event that any listener that is looking in that direction to attend and mm-hmm. attending it is as good as what i would have given to my one-on-one mentee so the idea here is to really give a presentation of step-by-step approach on how you can identify scholarships you can apply what you need to consider people can take it and benefit from it and mm-hmm. they would not say ah he needs to tear it to me personally before i can use it you know mm-hmm. so Leverage on the resources, a lot of articles, a lot of posts that I've made, and use the information that come from me. So uh, there is no special need for you to be called by mentee before you can get such a benefit. Perfect. Wow, wow. Um, I'm, I'm going to put your um, 
your name and your LinkedIn profile in the show notes of this episode so that anyone that's listening and um, would love to get connected with you on LinkedIn can just, you know, um, get across to you through LinkedIn. Then exactly. And, and of course, you can, yeah, can also share the... I don't know how soon this would be um, um, posted, but mm-hmm. if it's soon enough before Monday, then you can also include... I could share with you the link for this um, program. And okay. it, would be, it, would be, it would be on Zoom... But we will stream live on Facebook, and after that, the recording will be shared on you. I think you will get the link of the record after Saturday, and you can include it, so people can directly watch. Um, I would just love to say, you know, thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate this. Um, is there, you know, words of advice you just love to, love to throw to us so that you know what questions I've not asked you, and since you love to, you know, you know, share with us that is very important and vital for our growth, for our reflection, for for this journey of self improvement. I would say that as a um, the parting word is that we should not forget to appreciate and celebrate and identify all the little steps that we are making. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get overwhelmed looking at people's profile or people's achievements and thinking that you are late or that you're a failure or that you could have been better. Um, see your life as an opportunity for yourself and also understand that everyone has their own destiny and nobody is actually late um don't feel that because you didn't get the scholarship this year you've applied for many years there is no need to apply again um there is no winner that is a teacher um if you will win you have to keep doing it um you have to breathe even better than you did before and you have to just play in your head um that one day you would get to where you want to be mm-hmm. and understand that if you don't celebrate all the steps you are making before getting there, you might be disappointed when you get there. Mm-hmm. So understand that life is a process, success is the whole process and mm-hmm. the evidence of failure in it. So understanding how to use um, and get um, the experience from failure to be able to build up yourself why you work towards success is very important so i would say that for everyone don't just look at people today and feel like they had it all figured out i had nothing figured out um it was just really still looking step by step and understanding getting the right support and also leveraging leveraging on um people can provide us information not specifically um on one-on-one but really looking at what they are doing and then following their posts so in this way, you can also identify how to, to be able to grow yourself. Wow. But just always be clear in your head that we are always working progress. All of us. Wow. We are all working progress. I'm taking that along with me. And I'm also okay. taking along, celebrating every small step. Every small step was okay. celebrated and appreciated. Yes. Wow. Let the process build you. Mm. Let the process okay. build you. Yes. Let the wow. process. Let, let the process build you. And let life as an experience build you and don't fight it and deny what it wants to include into your life. Because at the end of the day, when you get that success, what you're going to celebrate is really the, the process itself, not that end result. Because that is not where the joy and where the fulfillment comes from. It's knowing that you've spent all these years and now you've arrived here and you know all the stuff that you've gone through. We have all gone through failures, a lot of failures, even currently at various points. 
But we have to always look beyond the failure and see what is possible in the future. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I mean, I am going to listen to this podcast again and make my own personal notes and maybe put them on my walls and make sure that I'm looking at it every day. Stay focused and enjoy the process. Learn from the process, not the end result. And <laughs> wow. Wow. Thank you so much, doctor. I really appreciate this. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so okay, much, Doctor. It's a pleasure. I really appreciate you. this. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I am eternally grateful for your time, your love, and contributions. You mean a lot to me. Thank you once again for listening and sharing with your loved ones. Don't forget to subscribe and follow this journey on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other platforms in the description. Stay blessed.